right. So Jesse, tell me a little bit about yourself. So you're a speech language pathologist. Um, how did you um, become one of those? And um, what is your role at Cadian? All right. So actually, I became a speech language pathologist. I think actually everyone in this field has someone who like inspired them to become into this field. And for me, it was a classmate during like elementary school, middle school and high school. And he had spina bifida and he also had speech problems. So I went to college thinking I wanted to be a special education teacher. But then I started doing like observations and I was just like, I don't think this is for me. And so then actually my speech language pathologist, who was also my friend's mom, was like, you should really look into speech therapy. And I was like, oh, okay. So I went and like did some observation. I was like, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. So I changed my major and then finished my undergrad at West Virginia University and then applied to grad school there, got in. And then here I am, a speech language pathologist. Wow. And so what, um, so you're the first one um, in Cadian in Atlanta that we have. Um, So how do you see sort of ABA and speech therapy working together, um, you know, since you're kind of part of the Cadian family now? Yeah, so it's really great that Cadian has like branched into speech pathology because there's no one golden treatment, you could say, for the clients that we serve. Um, So for speech therapy, you know, its main idea is to improve one's communication skills. And so ABA also has that as a part of their uh, goals as well. So with Cadian, how we'll collaborate is we'll do a... um, like speech language evaluation. So like a parent could come and be like, Hey, I have some communication concerns. Um, you know, I'm really interested in speech. So then we'll set up an evaluation. I'll do an evaluation. I'll collaborate with the BCBA to see what they're working on because BCBAs also work on language acquisition as well. And then we'll like kind of garner off of each other's, um, goals and to provide like the best clinical care. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really awesome because, I mean, you know, based on, I think I was reading some early research that um, at least 30% of kids with autism get both sort of ABA and speech together at some point, right? So I think it's kind of nice. It's under one house versus having two different providers that aren't necessarily kind of like interacting as much. Yeah. And, you know, they're like both therapies are different in ways, but they're also very similar Um, Mm -hmm. You know, ABA, they focus on the human behavior. So the goal of ABA is to like generate the positive behavior and then that you get the positive behavior and then you get a reward and then eventually you transition so the kid can do it independent, the client can do it independently. And they use the the ABC method. So, you know, the antecedent, um, the behavior and then the consequence. And so speech uses that kind of in a way we just don't label it the abcs Um, yeah so like for example this is like a very like lax example um for speech i could like have a client and be like say ball so that would be the antecedent and then the behavior would be the kid would say ball and then so the consequence would be i would give him a positive reward so hopefully next time or after uh, trials and trials and trials we can eventually the kid sees a ball he just asked for the ball instead of having to get a reward for it so that's it, we, awesome we, we kind of all work together it's just a different method but if mm-hmm. we do this together and like collaborate well we're going to provide great service to these kids so in school did they talk about aba like was there a course on aba i mean to me it's just interesting because obviously there are two different career paths 
you know, yeah, so, but in reality, you intersect a lot probably in the working world. Yeah, it's like, it's actually really strange, um, especially I come from West Virginia, so it's a very small state. So ABA is not very um, prominent there yet because mm-hmm. um, ABA is a newer therapy where speech therapy has kind of been around for longer. Um, so during grad school, I didn't really have any like exposure to it. And actually my first job was in Gainesville in Hall County schools here in Georgia. And they were like, Oh, you're in an ABA room. I'm like, okay. I was like that young kid, like, (laughs) yes, that's great. I'm so excited. (laughs) And then I like walk into the room and I'm like, Oh, this is, (laughs) this is a lot different than I expected. So, but then I eventually like fell in love with it because I started working with, um, one of the BCBAs actually that works for Cadian. It was IBS at the time, um, but works for Cadian. And then as it went on the next year, they were like, oh, we're going to move you schools, um, but you've done really great with this high school ABA room. Would you be interested in trying out a middle school ABA room? And I was like, sure, I would love it. And I like fell even more in love with it. And I kept collaborating with the BCBA there. And so then they were like, hey, we're branching out into speech and we think you'd be really good at it. Would you be interested? So I interviewed and then here I am, the first. Wow. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty awesome. I mean, you know, I think that, um, how do you feel about like kind of coming into something that's sort of like not fully defined yet, right? I mean, we do have SLP in some of our um, places in Sacramento, but I mean, like, you know, reality is like, you'll be kind of building this out um, for Georgia of what it looks like and hopefully, you know, have more SLPs join you at some point. Yeah, because the, the Cadian SLPs in Sacramento are like school-based. Um, yep. So this is like the first like, like clinical base. So like, you know, it's develop it's practically developing this program and, you know, it's kind of like scary, but it's also a good way to like forge something new. So um, we will set the standard here with Katie and like, it's very like daunting, but also it's very exciting because I, luckily I have like a great mentor who's like helping me out, like set up with like the insurance and the process and like all the forms. Um, so it's going to be great. It's just, I really like seeing the back end of it. Cause I've only worked. This is a rare opportunity for like a speech therapist to like start a program without having to start their own company. Yeah, so, exactly. It's Which really is- exciting. Which is, uh, I think, really great. You know, you have a bit of structure in the sense of like marketing and like, you know, you kind of are starting your own little business without really having to, but having kind of a support network to really help you launch. Um, So walk me through like, so if a kid has speech and also has ABA, like what would their session sort of look like? So ABA typically, so the way it works is ABA and speech, the way they're like with insurance is the big part of it. But so ABA, you know, they have like hours of treatment sessions. So they could have like two hours in the morning and then like a little break and then like two hours. Speech you typically is around 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes. Um, here at Cadian, we're going to try to stick to the 30 to 45 minute Um way um so they'll go to aba hopefully they'll go to aba and then they'll come to speech and then whatever goal what my goal is we haven't really started speech yet so this is my goal so this is just like a hypothetical um they'll come in they'll be working on aba so i'll collaborate with the bcba and be like hey what are you working on today and then hopefully my goals that i make for speech are related and we can just build on what they were working on there into speech and integrating speech therapy, um, the way we treat, like whatever the lesson plan would be. Cool. So will you be using Central Reach too? I mean, how, um, 
how does all that work? Or are you yeah, just so, going to be on a different system? <laughs> yeah, no. So we're using Central Reach. I've actually spent a lot of time with uh, Penny creating the temp- the templates. And nice. Stuff. Yeah. So that's another cool part about being the first one. Like I get to create the template and how it looks. Um, so it's really neat. Uh, but yeah, so I'll be using Central Reach, um, taking data, hopefully electronically. So it just pulls through. Um, I'll have to like learn more. Central Reach is a beast. <laughs> like, so yeah. it, it takes a lot to learn Central Reach. But um, I think once I get the hang of it, it's going to be like really efficient and really um, beneficial. That's great. Um, so, so, you know, you're kind of, I think like six weeks in, if I'm not mistaken, what, what are your thoughts of Cadient so far in terms of the culture, in terms of the team, just in, in terms of everything? Uh, I really, Kate, you know, Katie, everyone here has been super welcoming, especially, well, joining a job during COVID-19 is like, that's interesting in itself. It, it, yeah. it's, very, it's very interesting, especially when you're supposed to be building this program. So yeah. you have like people everywhere and you're like, oh, well, we got to meet teams. We can't meet in person. And then, you know, I was supposed to be at the Forsyth Clinic, but it's not completed yet because COVID like hindered the construction of it. So now I'm like at Bolton and Duluth. Um, but it's been really like, I really enjoy it. Everyone that I've met has been so welcoming. Um, the ones that I've collaborated with so far have been very knowledgeable. Um, and then they're, I think they're really excited to work with me as well. So I'm really excited. Yeah, no, that's, um, I think that's, it is, it is true. I mean, you sort of are in like a bit of a perfect storm, right? Like COVID started, you're building this new thing, you're in this new company, like, you yeah. know, where collaboration, which is one of our values is super important. Like, you know, you've had to do it all virtually, which I guess is good in a way, but you know, it's, it'll be kind of nice when you can actually see people in person and, um, you know, like I should get to meet your coworkers, yeah. <laughs> the ones that you don't know yet. Um, so if there's a parent out there who's basically, I mean, most parents know about speech. I mean, to me, it's like really interesting because everybody knows about speech therapy and OT mm-hmm. for the most part versus ABA is like one of these things where they're like, oh, well, what is that? Right. Um, how do you like in your words, describe what ABA is to a parent, you know, to even start like, researching it or exploring it for their kid like how how do you generally talk about it uh aba yeah okay so i would say it is a therapy approach that uses um a lot of trials and reward systems to promote a desired behavior and if they're like well what is a, a behavior is not like you know good or bad like it's the let me think about this how would I explain this to a parent? It would be, so yeah, I'll just, how I was doing, I was doing pretty good. Um, yeah, I was so, like, that sounded yeah, really good to me. Uh, yeah, sorry, I, I like was second guessing, guessing myself. I had like two seconds to think. I was like, no, Jesse, that's wrong. Um, no, but like, it would, it's just a therapy approach that tries to generate a desired behavior. So um, if you have, say, a kid that typically hits someone when he needs to get uh, to the other side of the room because someone's in his way, you could try to get him the desi- you would want the behavior to be for him to ask move please. Or so you just want to get a better form of com- means of communication. And that's where ABA and speech go hand in hand. Cause speech is all about, uh, providing, um, giving effective communication, teaching effective communication. And ABA also does that as well. Yeah. 
No, it seems like a really good marriage of like two different therapies with the same common goal, which I think you mentioned um, before, yeah. which I think is great. You know, um, I think SLPs are definitely like the ideal therapy to collaborate with BCBAs just because they're both so focused on like efficient instruction to garner, you know, speech and language acquisition. Yeah, it's interesting. We did a podcast. Um, one of the earlier podcasts was actually um, a parent and um, the kid who, who was part of um, what was one of our clients at actually IBS. Um, she's now, I think, 13. And she was talking about how, you know, she really, they did multiple different therapies, including speech and ABA. And for her, it was really nice to have ABA kind of like help unlock the potential of speech, right? Like it kind of was something like, you know, she's like a lot of folks probably don't realize how, you know, these things do have to work together, like whether you're being OT or whatever. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a common way of learning, if you will. Um, So it was just kind of interesting because I think once hearing her say that and just hearing what you're saying, I definitely think that um, what you're trying to do out here in Atlanta is really, really great. And it'll be kind of interesting to see like in home-based situations as well as clinic, right? Like if at some point we end up having speech um, at home, I don't don't know if that's even a thing that we're thinking of, but like you're kind of thinking through all that, you know? Yeah, especially here in the beginning, we're try- we're just throwing out ideas. We're open to everything. We're just trying to build this program to be to you know further Cadian's mission of becoming the number one autism provi- autism provider. Yeah, and it seems like so far, I mean, a lot of parents have been super excited about the news of you joining the team. Yeah, we <laughs> have. We, yeah, we have a wait list. We're just yeah, it was just amazing. You know, so that's great. We're just trying to get through the whole process of the bureaucracy of like insurances and yeah, all, all the back end stuff. stuff that like yeah. you don't really get to see. But like honestly, I I kind of find it like exciting because I'm like, wow, yeah, I never knew. You never know how much like how many gears move in the back to make a machine work in the front. So <sighs> yeah. And think about it as a poor parent, like they're having to like figure all this out, right? Like, so, oh, yeah. I mean, our whole thing is to hopefully to try to make it easier for them where like, yeah. our, like you know, you, you want us to, to help you with the provider part of it. Like, let us help you with deal with the insurance and yeah. the billing for two different therapies. Because, you know, in reality, if they were coming, sort of coming to us for ABA and speech to, with someone else, like, I mean, they're managing two different processes. I can't even imagine yeah. that. Yeah, no, we're trying to make it as seamless as possible for both the clients and for us. Cool. Um, so, you know, I always sort of say the first year um, anywhere is sort of like you're still a newbie. Like, what do you yeah. what do you think? Like, where are you going to be a year from now? Like, so hopefully out of the pandemic, <laughs> hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Not, uh, <laughs> eating in a restaurant and like seeing people a lot in in person. But like, yeah, where where do you see yourself like? In a year, you know, you're, you're a veteran of Cadent. Um, yeah. What, what, well, what does that look like? In a year, you know, I hope, hopefully we have a solid speech process so we can get, is this for me or for Cadent? For you. Yeah, for you. Okay. Okay. Well, like I hope, hmm, let me think about this. I mean, I hope that we create, we create like a solid speech foundation. We have a solid rep- reputation here in Atlanta of like, if a doctor is like, oh, your kid like gets ABA, but also they, they, uh, Katie has a great ABA program, but they also have a really great speech program. So that's what I'm hoping. Um, I hope also maybe, hopefully like, and we have like a set schedule for like, 
the clinics and like I'll be at one spot instead of traveling from right. here, yeah. to there, here to there. Yeah, in the Atlanta traffic, which yeah. can't be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you know, it's funny. Um, uh, you know, Katie really is only a year and a little and change uh, right now. You know, it's our May 2019 yeah. and it's kind of amazing how much we've done in one year. So I am, I am fully confident that you in a year from now will probably have achieved a lot of the goals that you you're laying out and it'll be really amazing to sort of see, um, you know, like the, the foundation that you're building, how we will spread to like some of the other locations right now that we don't offer speech. Yeah, for sure. And there's no, there's no way that this is no way like just me. It's like, we've got, we've got Allison Mullins, who's my supervisor, like help. We got Diana, we've got Emily Chandler, we got Katie Lou, like all everyone. This is, this is, this is is not a just, oh, Jesse's building it. No, it's all, (laughs) let me tell you, they put on a lot of the foot, they put down a lot of the work. Yeah. But like, we work really well together. So. That's great. Well, you know, I think that's kind of makes with what Kadian and sort of the teamwork and the ability to do so much is that the team can work really, really well together. Um, All right. Well, thanks so much for your time. This has been a Cadient production.